0: That's what I said to the, your friend, your neighbour, who I know. She said, do you do two, two know each other? I said, yeah, we're twin brothers, born
1: seven years apart. You're not. I said, yeah,
0: mi- mi- miracle of science, we are.
1: Now, I don't know how we actually pronounce this person's name, because it could even be Adriana or Adriana, but we've got a question from the Netherlands today, not Holland. I, I, I teased it up at the start of the, or the end of the last episode. There's There is a difference between Holland and the Netherlands. And the answer is Stuart. What is the answer I gave it you earlier?
0: Uh, I think you said it was a different state. Holland is a state within Netherlands.
1: Yeah, there's twelve provinces within the Netherlands, and Holland is just one of them. Oh, right. So there's there's there's, there's, oh, right. there's actually two Hollands. There's North Holland and South Holland. There you go.
0: It's not a state. It's provinces. That's how they phrase it.
1: It's a it's a province of the of the Netherlands. Yes, exactly. Right. But yeah, this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. It started off with a, as a geography lesson, Stuart. That's that's a, that's a, that's a new start, isn't it? I'm, I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm William Manklow. I'm a photographer and I also do a live show every week, every Wednesday, facebook.com forward slash shot at an angle where I talk about uh, a specific topic of photography and, and get you to get out with your camera a lot more regular, on a regular basis. Uh, a story I told recently was when I how I photographed the International Space Station, Stuart. Let's just give you an idea of what I what I do. So, who are you, Stuart? Yeah, I'm Stuart the Wildman Mabbit. If you're a
0: regular listener, or even if you're not a regular listener, you might be interested in, in hearing that, I, you know, I, I'm... I'm a full-time environmental social justice campaigner, activist in the background, uh, sometimes not in the background, I've been mean, a world I've for 30, 33 plus years, I get people out into nature in as many ways as possible and uh, we, we started doing this podcast a few years ago and we had no idea we'd get to above 20 episodes, 200 episodes, but we're, we're here and uh, we, we tried to be a friend in your ear during all these challenging times and the question today comes from a listener from the netherlands adriana adriana not sure how to pronounce it i want you before we actually uh, state what the question is just have a think do you think the protests you see out there on the streets no matter what they are do they make a difference mm. does this podcast make a difference well we have these meandering conversations uh, and we try and keep the big issues in everybody's consciousness and We hope that through this people realise that we're all custodians of the little piece of countryside, whatever that, however that looks and feels around you, we're part of it and not separate to it and we're just ordinary guys, just like you, just trying to find a way in the world Through, through conversations we just let develop, we don't necessarily always have debates but we just let the conversation flow and see what conclusions we draw the subjects entwine: sustainability, climate change, human condition, philosophy. You'd be amazed how it all links through. We're a bit tired today, William. We had a big night last night. Well, you, you, what was your big night then, Stuart?
1: <laughs> well, it was. We were on the in front of a live audience. Indeed, yes. That's. I just just testing your memory there. Yeah, yeah. in front of a live audience for the first time. You know, how was that for you? Those yeah, who didn't you get a case. ticket, you've missed it. You've missed an amazing time.
0: For me, uh, seeing people looking at me after months and months in shielding and isolation was a bit strange, but I'm quite happy having people looking at me.
1: (laughs) I've got an ego big enough to cope with it. It's good to be in front of a live audience again. Yeah, that's the best way. Yeah, so we
0: took this, we took this uh, podcast format for the first time in front of a live audience, with a view to expanding it next year into a more experiential show. We'll talk about more, more about the, the the live. Um, live stuff yesterday once we've recovered in future future episodes but the question today William is from Adriana in Netherlands do you want to read it out
1: yeah it's been one of like three questions that have been um, pretty short and succinct uh, because we've had questions that have been a real problem it's like an essay right with lots and lots of different questions buried in there Mm. Um, So Adriana or Adriana these short ones these short ones are sometimes
0: harder to get to than the, understand than the long ones. I think
1: they are indeed, and the length of the question does not does not um, uh, correlate with a longer episode or shorter episode. It can mm. just be we can no. often go off on these tangents, and that's what we do in, in mm. this podcast. But to get round to your question, uh, Adriana or Adriana, we don't know how you pronounce your name, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll go for Adriana from now, shall we, Stuart? Um, does mm. direct action from protests get anyone anywhere? Direct action from protest does it get anybody anywhere? Um, I'd imagine you, it's it's the whole idea of, you know, you you go into go into protest with this direct action, and does mm-hmm. that actually get the outcome that they that, that those those protest the protester wants?
0: In a black and white term, I would probably say the law of averages the expected outcome is probably not achieved from that single action but i think it's always like they say a, a butterfly flapping its wings in japan causes a tidal wave in cornwall you know as an impact i i, I find it hard to imagine direct action and protests have zero impact um i i have no i can't sit here and say i have any knowledge about the history of direct action it's something we've always wanted to get an expert in, an academic expert, in to talk to us about. Every thought, every utterance, every action has an impact. So direct action, I find it hard to imagine. It doesn't get us somewhere, but it may not be. When you look at one individual protest,
1: I mean, you can't you, say, you know, we, we've talked about we've talked about direct action in various episodes or direct action protest in various episodes from different aspects, from different sides of the of, of of the I would say the argument, but you know, how whether you believe protests people should be protesting whether or whether you are a protester or you or an activist or whatever you mm. want to say that. But there's this sort of like uh I think I think maybe if you're if you are a protester, you're probably would be better off looking at the longer term rather than the short term I mean sometimes you can have a short term protest where people take direct action and they stop something happening in on in that instance, but mm. it, would, it would it wouldn't necessarily have a direct action direct consequence to the 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 actions afterwards or the the, the what happens mm. afterwards, so you might stop something for 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 a short time, but I think from my point of view that protests really are there. One of the things that uh, things that have been thrown at protests protesters is you're you're just causing it, you're causing you're causing a scene you're causing disruption. Well, that's the whole idea of protest. So maybe the actual direct action, I would say, would be to do that to actually cause cause a disturbance to cause. To actually be to 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 make people aware of a certain thing, so the direct mm. action surely in most protests is 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 awareness. So, in a way, yeah, yeah, that's the maybe maybe protesters are getting what they want. It won't be for every single protester in that protest. It won't every for every single person in that protest. There may there will be individuals in that protest that mm. want specific actions, right? Mm. But surely the overall action of any protest is to be heard in the first place.
0: Yeah, I think uh, to answer this question honestly does direct action and protest get anyone anywhere it almost needs to be looked back on in hindsight with the view of the bigger picture because yeah. you can then say you know that the, the these different things influence this outcome but at the time it's very hard to interpret that i'm just mm. thinking of like martin luther king again i'm no expert on on that situation but it was like the black civil rights in america There was a lot of protests you look at America now and various parts of the world, there is still intrinsic racism, but it has progressed a lot. In part, it was enabled by those protests.
1: Yeah. But
0: you can't, again, like I said in a previous episode, things are influenced in so many infinite ways. You can't pick them apart. It's <laughs> like it's like a, sometimes if you get um, a ball of, wool your grand's knitting you're a jumper and it gets in a knot it's almost impossible to unpick that thing um Mm. you know so yeah i i I think direct action does have a difference it may not be the, the 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 immediate impact people want um i i don't think dismissing direct action and protesters actually moves the situation on at all it probably perpetuates the us and them situation um yeah yeah i i i think i i think it does make a a difference but this is a very academic we need an academic here who studied this to to really you know pull apart the the multiple layers in this so yeah I mean I think it does make a difference but what that difference is I think it's different every time. I mean maybe it's this this is a que-
1: this is definitely a question I'd like to ask to ask in our indigenous uh indigenous voices series mm. you know to see other other ways of looking at this. Um but we we talked mm. about HS2. We had a whole whole episode on HS2 which was Rogine's question way back in the day which we don't like to mention too often because nothing to do with the material, but it was just it was so difficult to record for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, it was like giving birth to a child. But anyway, yeah, too many like, too many technical glitches. Oh, it was incredible, wasn't it? But the yeah. I think I said at the time of HS2, and look, you look at HS2 as a great example of of, of direct action, right? Because there's been a lot of direct action against HS2. The outcome is that HS2 is still being built. So you could actually say the direct right. action hasn't necessarily had, had the desired effect because I think that anti-HS2 protesters are, or those who, who are definitely against it, anti, don't want it built at all. They want it finished. They want it scrapped. They want to get rid of. And um, I think that with that sort of size project, it's almost impossible to get it stopped. It's just raising an awareness. Mm. We, we talked about an awareness of how the protesters were being treated which is, mm. was an interesting one, was it? Because it, uh, Rogine was pro-HST, but very, very much mm. against how people were being treated. And I was the same, exactly the same position. But mm. it, in the long run, all that all that effort, all of that energy was put into that protest. Did that then make a difference to the actual... T- at all? That's, I suppose that's maybe one way of looking at it.
0: The, 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 another, to expand on the question, does direct action and protests get anyone anywhere now you're you saying about this hs2 the long distance railway line that's being built and there's protesters against it they might not actually change anything about the project itself but every every action every every utterance that we make has an impact it, and and it might make an impact in a whole different area of life you know so but that you know by those protesters being there it sort of like exposes how protesters are being dealt with so it might not actually stop HS2 but it might actually get the conversation going about you know how how protesters are dealt with mm. um you, you you see it the world over it, it's just somebody with a different voice is shouted down and 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 i don't i think this is beyond HS2 i think this isn't beyond the environment this is, it just comes back to often what we talk about social justice social fairness yeah. So, uh, th- th- those particular protests about that railway line may not make a difference on the railway line, may make a difference, but I think everything makes a difference. So, Adriana, you're asking us, does direct action and protest get anyone anywhere? Everything has an impact, and it's trying to say, well, okay, that. Th- so you have to say
1: it's moved something somewhere. I was just thinking that, you know, it's a personal... It gets some... It will it, change how somebody is you know so if they mm. they feel they've got they feel they can go out and directly protest against something even that mm. even that action of directly protesting will lead mm. them to be in maybe making yeah. different decisions maybe yeah. in the future as well it changes their own psyche in fact this whole po- yeah. this whole podcast i i would say has changed both of us individually i can definitely say it's mm. changed me i wouldn't say i've moved hugely uh, on things, but I definitely can start, I started to see things in different ways. We talk about activists in particular. And um, mm. I, I, I remember on one episode, um, I, I made a, uh, a sweeping statement about activists and immediately said, well, "I like, well, I need to challenge that. I need to challenge that assumption. It was an assumption I made. Mm. And, I, and I challenged it straight away. And ever since then, I've been like, well, actually, I'm going to start looking and remind myself mm. that I'm talking to people and these activists are people at the end of the day and talking to them as they are people <laughs> still mm. having a debate and still having a discussion about what they're, what they're at, what they're, what they're protesting about. Um, but not be adversarial, you know, this whole us mm. and them, you know, we talk about this so often us and them is mm. endeavor works. It's, you've got to be talking to the person in front of you and, and really discussing the debate and the, the, then discussing and debating the topic. Yeah.
0: Assumptions are dangerous things. Um, you go say we're talking about protests uh, you may go into a protest and uh, and you have this assumption of what th- that involvement's going to have i think mm. some you, we've said before you i believe in destiny but by doing something make something else happen mm. but uh, and we by, by by saying this assumption this is going to happen boys it's going to be a failure no you have to just do what you do is feels right and then stand back and say, What is the true impact? And then you pick that apart. And you know, yeah. somebody may watch you on the other side of the world in, in I don't know, North Korea, Afghanistan or something. Or and maybe so,
1: maybe New Zealand. So just slipping the in because we yeah. had we had a question from New Zealand recently. Yeah.
0: <laughs> somebody might look at you on the other side of the world and seen what you've done and think, Well, actually, I'm, I'm going to get off my arse and do something.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, so, se- I've seen the impact y- of, not even, even outside of political circles, I've seen the impact of somebody's voice in one part of the world and have, what impact it's had on somebody else. Not just in social justice, but just in generally in life. You know, We are so interconnected with each other these days. Um, mm. You can have a real impact on somebody else just by doing something. It doesn't matter what that thing is, you just do something.
0: <laughs> okay, so I think we've come to the end of that. Unless you've got
1: anything else to say, William? Um, no, so thanks. Just thanks for the question. You know, we get questions mm. sent in to us on a regular basis, and uh, it it gives us a topic to discuss. It gives you something to listen to, um, and uh, we hope you enjoy these episodes. And you can always mm. send a question in. You can send a question in by, via Anchor 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 like a ship FM like the radio. Um, I like to be very descriptive when I'm saying this but anchor.fm forward slash The People's Countryside record your question uh, or record a statement it doesn't really have to always be a question because sometimes the Mm. questions we sent in are statements Stuart but they can email us what's the email address and I've got you this time
0: email address yeah the email address is countryside at gmail.com yeah you can even support us no that's (laughs) too old you can support us on uh, Patreon which is basically a fund a fund fundraising website where you can put some a donation forward monthly or one off and you get some behind the scenes exclusive material for that Uh, share this podcast with 10 of your friends you know follow us on all the social media platforms and if you want to come and meet us face to face our next event it's not going to be a live incarnation of this podcast but we're doing a a sensory experience of the Terrell sculpture garden in Summertown, oxford which is behind the library Details are on Eventbrite, William. We're going to make a donation to the garden as well if we sell any tickets.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lovely garden. It's not a huge garden, but it doesn't need to be, does it, Stuart? I mean, I was, no. it's an, an alphabet walk um, where we where Stuart and I use our own uh, our own uh, particular expertise to give you to open your eyes to what's around you. Stuart is very much into his wildlife, as am I, but he's the expert out of the two of us. I'm the layman, mm. of course, and uh, I'm the photographer expert, and Stuart's. Whatever he is. Anyway, that's happened on the 3rd. I just thought I'd leave that floating there.
0: And we're recording some material with Chase Iron Eyes from the Lakota Law Project. He's a native uh, Indian from the Sioux Tribe, Native American Indian, and uh, he's a politician and an attorney, good guy. And uh, we're going to do a series with him. We'll start the series properly, Indigenous Voices, yeah. Uh, hopefully, some of that material would have crept out by now. But if not, it—you it, know—we're working on it. I know we keep talking about this, but <laughs> these things are worth uh, giving birth
1: to slowly, William. You know, getting it right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, uh, you know, th- all good things come to th- uh, good things come to those who wait. I think it's the saying, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but thanks for listening. And I re- we really appreciate it. It's every everybody who listens to this podcast. It it, mean- it means a lot to it, both Stuart and I. We put. We put a lot of effort and time into into the podcast and just having you sat there listening uh, when you should be working, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially you sat there eating that bag of Maltesers. I, I, I'm going to get yeah. somebody at some point who is actually eating a bag of Maltesers and they're going to feel guilty yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah.
0: join us next time for our next question, which is from, I th- it's from Anzu in Japan. I th- I'm pretty sure Anzu is a female name and
1: uh, uh it's good to have a japanese perspective on the podcast with a japanese question yeah we've got five questions in a row that have all come from the people that have got a name starting with a <laughs> it's just how it's worked mm. right <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks for being with us
0: this is the people's countryside environmental debate podcast we might be a bit more awake next episode because i say yesterday we did the the live incarnation of this in front of an audience at the Body Vineyard in Oxfordshire. The audience got involved with the conversation. We had some great guests,
1: but we need to go away and push up for a few Zeds, William. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually recording this at Stuart's, so I'm going to go and sleep in his bed. Yeah, and I'm not there, by the way. I'm off somewhere else. <laughs> oh, my God, they're surreal, aren't they?